Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. To see the biggest blockbuster movies in Drogheda, Dundalk and Balbriggan. Yes, it is Friday, which means real reviews and we have another pair of Omniplex tickets up for grabs. But we're going to be talking about epic sci-fi drama Dune and, of course, it wouldn't be Halloween without Michael Myers. We're going to be discussing Halloween Kills as well. And Niall O'Brien is with me as always. How are you doing, Niall? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Now, we're going to get straight into it with the competition, first of all, um, because this is Who's That Talking Now? Isn't that right? That's right. A regular segment where you uh, we ask you to identify the voice of the mystery actor or filmmaker. I'll give a clue now this week as well. <laughs> this person is probably best known as a musician, but he has also acted too. Um, and we have, as you say, another pair of tickets to Omniplex Cinema up for grabs. We do. Courtesy of our friends at Omniplex Cinemas, we have a pair of tickets to give away for the movie of your choice at any of their locations at Omniplex Deluxe Venue in Drogheda, Omniplex Dundalk or Omniplex in Balbriggan. And it's no better cinema experience than seeing the biggest and best blockbuster movies at Omniplex Cinemas. Yeah, I went to see Dune last night, like one of the first showings. And you need to see Dune on the big screen. Not to spoil what I'm going to say about it later on. You need to see it on the big screen. You do. And you can get all your full showtimes and bookings. Check it out, omniplex.ie. So we have a pair of tickets to any of these blockbuster movies at the Omniplex up for grabs for you. If you can tell us who the voice is talking now. So here it is. My first uh, French gig in 1970. Eight or seven was in Mont de Marsan, and we had a drive all the way through France, and that that was our first show in France. I'm stumped. I'm stumped. Right. This week. <laughs> it's always somebody in some way connected to one of the movies we we're going to be yeah. talking about. This guy is more connected with an original version of one of the films we've seen. As I say, he's a musician. He's from Newcastle, although he doesn't have an accent. But uh, you'll you'll be you'll be uh, you'll be hitting yourself on the head. I am going to be kicking myself when I come this on. Yeah. yeah, I'm a bit slow today now. Okay, right. We'll we'll keep, mm. keep them coming in anyway. If you can guess the actor talking there, oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight. Now breaking news today, uh, Niall. This has shocked Hollywood. It's shocked this side of the world as well. I heard it there briefly in our own news uh, because U.S. actor Alec Baldwin is in the midst of a, a breaking story at the moment. Yes, I mean, as you say, it's very shocking and it has just in the last couple of hours dropped. So he was filming a movie called Rust, which is a 19th century Western, filming it in New Mexico. And uh, he un- he killed an injured, he-, he killed the cinematographer Helena Hutchins with a prop gun and injured the director Joel Souza on the set of the movie. The Santa Fe Sheriff Department uh, said in a statement, 
that the two were shot when a prop firearm was discharged by Alec Baldwin. Um, Helena Hutchins was 42. She was taken to the hospital but later died of her wounds. Uh, Joel D'Souza is 48. He's receiving treatment, so we're not sure um, what's going to happen there. Um, Alec Baldwin um, surrendered himself to the Santa Fe Sheriff Department, provided statements, answered their questions and then was released um, a lot of people, this is reminding a lot of people of mm. the tragic death of Brandon Lee yeah. uh, on the set of 1993's The Crow. Um, and obviously it started trending on Twitter. The official Twitter account of Brandon Lee, who was the son of, of uh, Bruce Lee, which is now run by his sister, Shannon Lee, posted this message. Um, Our hearts go out to the family of Helena Hutchins and to Joel Souza and all involved in the incident on Rust. No one should ever be killed by a gun on a film set, period. Yeah, it's it's shocking. And like you say, straight away when I heard this news, that's the first person I thought of was, was Brandon Lee and that tragedy, you know, uh, with the misfire of, of a prop gun on, on the set of The Crow as well. You know, we're going to keep you updated on the story as it develops. Check out lmfm.ie, particularly the showbiz and the news sections there. We will update you on the story as we have it. But a tragic, tragic accident that's after happening on the set of Rust. Um, so getting down to our movies and we are all very much looking forward to this. I think because it's getting us in the Halloween mood we have to we have to have a bit of Michael Myers don't we it is yeah because it is the season and we we previewed <laughs> it uh, last week I got a chance to see it this week this is the uh, direct follow up to 2018's Halloween and I do mean direct this okay. film literally starts off just as that film ends so if you've not seen 2018's Halloween I would say see it before you go and see this and that film 2018's Halloween saw uh, Jamie Lee Curtis return as Laurie Strode the babysitter from the 1978 John Carpenter movie and it's been 40 now this movie it's 40 years years since Michael Myers went on his rampage um, and not to spoil the ending of 2018's film too much but the ending saw Michael Myers kind of trapped in a situation that you would have think spells certain death for him that, but that we was know the him. end of him he, he loves to get well, up and keep fighting doesn't he he, he does <laughs> and that's exactly what happens in this but Laurie Strode Jamie Lee Curtis and her daughter uh, is rushed to the hospital um, they have kind of injuries from their encounter with Michael in the previous film she thinks that she's killed her her tormentor but of course as you say Michael has managed to free himself from the trap and he goes on another bloodbath he does um so uh as they're in the hospital we find out that the the events of 1978's Halloween has had a huge impact on the entire town of Haddonfield um and what happens in this movie is apart from Laurie Strode and her family a whole group of other survivors of Michael's first rampage decide that they're going to take matters into their own hands they form a vigilante mob that sets out to to track him down and kill him once and for all we have a clip here we can hear Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode and Anthony Michael Hall, who in this movie is playing Tommy, who is the boy that she was babysitting in the very yes. first Halloween 40 years ago. OK, here it is. Tommy! Tommy, Tommy, Tommy you can't go in there! Laurie! Tommy! Laurie, he killed Marion and he attacked Lindsay too. What? Karen! We didn't know for sure. I didn't know what to tell you. Mom, I just want you to be OK. Listen, I just want you to know when he gets here, I'm going to kill him. Because 40 years ago, when I was a kid, yeah. you protected me. So tonight, I'm going to protect you. Okay? Nurse, you know, I appreciate you, but could you get out, please? Like, get out now. We had him. How did he escape? I don't know. I don't know. What do we do? We don't have the police support. We fight. We always fight. 
Oh, of course you do. Of course you do. So it's kind of like, you know, the hunter becomes the hunted, is it? Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of that okay. in there. And this, I mean, like I say, you really need to see 2018's Halloween before seeing this. And this is very much the middle chapter of a planned trilogy. So there's another movie, Halloween Ends, which uh, is they're planning, I think, of releasing either next year or 2023. Um, so... Yeah, the, would you? Like, I, I was surprised. The 1970, we rewatched the recently yep. for our podcast. We did, uh, yeah, real take podcast. I was surprised that there's a relatively small body count of, I think, five people killed in the original Halloween. This film takes its name very seriously. Okay. Halloween <laughs> kills, and he kills. I would say upwards of 24, 25 Ooh. people. Michael Myers in this. Um, he's gotten ruthless, but there is. He has absolutely. He was always ruthless, but he's gotten more ruthless. Yeah. Um, there's always been just, you know, is Halloween just about the, the gory kills or is there more of a message in there? The the previous 2018 film, they put in a little bit there about traumatic stress and stuff like that. You get more of it in here. There's questions that the directors want to ask about what is, not to get too deep, but what would it be like to live in a town where this horrific thing happened 40 years ago and now seems to be happen- happening again? And you can hear there, as I was mentioning, this idea of mob mentality and people mm. getting together to try and hunt him. Um, it, it it tries to say something maybe a little bit about, is this a good idea or not? Um, I don't know if it does that very successfully, but I will say I had a great time watching ah, this film. Nice if one. you want to see gruesome Michael Myers kill people in gruesome ways, <laughs> this is the movie for you. It may, I, I think, again, when the third film comes out, uh, it'll be more of an arc, I guess, all the way through, you know. So there may be some people who go and see this and go, well, it, it kind of goes nowhere, but uh, it's a, it's the middle of a, trilogy. Of, a, of, a, of a trilogy, yeah. Okay, so Halloween Kills, getting the thumbs up. I'm an idiot. Lots of people getting the mystery voice. Oh, cool. Oh, eight, well, six, that's one, good to John O'Connor, I think, and Boher Brewer was straight in there, straight Fantastic. in there uh, at the top there, but we will reveal our winner very, very shortly. Now, getting to the remake, um, and I think a lot of people a lot of pe- fans of the actual original are kind of looking forward to this one as well. It's Dune. Yeah, so this is Dune directed by Denis Villeneuve who uh, directed Blade Runner 2049 I was a big fan of and Arrival yep. I was a big fan of as well. Now it's an adaptation of a 1965 novel and people really, really loved it, that novel in the same way people really loved the Lord of the Rings novels and stuff like that. And then in 1984 it was made into a movie uh, directed by David Lynch that was a bit of a critical and financial disaster but I have a soft spot for it it has a great cast Kyle MacLachlan's in there Patrick Stewart is in there and that one and also Sting would you believe musician Sting wow, of all people is in there he's popping up in there yeah. right God yeah. I'd never have guessed that oh, seriously <laughs> um but Dune, the novel, uh, and this film follows a character called Paul Atreides. And in this film, he's played by Timothy Chalamet. Uh, he's the son and heir to a distinguished Duke Leto Atreides, played by Oscar Isaac. And they are a very powerful family. And they've been ordered by the space emperor to take up the governorship of a desert planet called Arrakis. And what happens on Arrakis, which is also known as Dune, um, they there is this um, uh, thing called the Spice and the spice is basically how the uh, space empire managed to fly everywhere and managed to do everything. It's a vital resource that they really need from this planet. There also happens to be an, an indigenous species called the Fremen in there. And um, there's a lot of stuff like that. But along the way, Paul Atreides uh, has to... 
he finds out that perhaps he has a greater destiny uh, than just being the head of the House of Trades, and it could change the face of the galaxy forever. We have a clip here now. Yeah. You'll hear Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides and Josh Brolin, who plays Gunny Harkin, I think his name is, and he's basically the the kind of second in command. He's the military commander of um, House of Trades, and he's training Paul um, to defend himself, uh, you know, against attackers. Okay, here we go. I guess I'm not in the mood today. Mood? Yeah. What's mood to do with it? You fight when the necessity arises, no matter the mood. Now fight! Come on! I have you. Down, my lord. You're to join me in death. I see you found the mood. I thought that was going to be one of your comedy clips. That you I know to. it was. It was kind of halfway <laughs> between, wasn't it? There was, it was a little bit of talking, but um, that's that's a great combat scene. The combat in this is not done as you would imagine in with sci-fi films with laser guns and things like that. It's all bladed weapons because they have these shields that means lasers can't penetrate them. So they the only way to penetrate them is with with a, a sword or a dagger or a knife. And the combat in this film is great. Um, this now the first thing I have to say about this it's very important right okay. everybody needs to know going in this movie is not actually Dune right oh. this is Dune part one okay. okay okay so you need to know this going in Den- Denise Villeneuve very much decided he was only going to there was so much and it, like the book is 500 600 pages there's so much dense stuff in there he mm. was just going to adapt half of it it was only announced this week that Warner Brothers were going to make the second half and thank God because if this was just left by itself like I really enjoyed it but I end up coming out of it going that's half half a story okay so I can't wait to see the rest okay but having said all that this D- Denise Villeneuve does a fantastic job here um it it really does succeed in translating what like the book is sometimes really impenetrable I'd be very interested what non-sci-fi fans think of it well you because see it I'm, is, this is where I come in because not that I'm a non-sci-fi fan but it wouldn't be the genre that I jump towards my husband is massively right. looking forward to seeing this so I'll definitely go along with him to see it and kind of yeah. hopefully I won't fall asleep because like I did see the trailer <laughs> and I was like oh yeah I'm sure it'll be good I'm sure it'll be but you know me anything with sci-fi I'm a bit like you know I need to be yes, um, yeah. kept on my toes, and yeah. <laughs> you talked about Star Wars, which you'd only seen recently for the first time, like a space opera, yeah. which I think Star Wars is. This is also a space opera. This is more of a Wagner space opera. Okay. It's long. <laughs> it's great to look at. It's very serious. But, um, you know, it it is still very good. The cast are great. I mentioned Timothy Chalamet in mm. there, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin. Um, Zendaya is yeah. in this. She's not in it very much, I have to say. She will be a more important character in the second part. And Rebecca Ferguson plays uh, Paul's mother, Jessica. She has much more to do and she does it really well in this, just to talk about the women a little. Mm. Um, But the real star of this film, though, is the setting, the world building, the production design. Uh, The spaceships are these big, stark, abstract ships. The, The architecture is this brutalist towering stuff and the landscape of the desert is just amazing but like I say the big problem is 
it ended for me just as things were getting started. You know, we live in a world where we're happy to watch six hours HBO yeah. once we know it's coming. I'm not sure how long we'll have to wait for wait for part two. I'm excited to see it. Like I say, this film left me wanting more, but not in the sense of it, it was wanting more in the sense that I didn't really get everything that I thought I was promised. Okay, okay. So maybe when the, the second part is out, it might, might make more sense. But still, it should be seen yeah. on the big screen as well. It should be seen yeah. on the big screen. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so very quickly, our TV movies for the weekend. And you have a Western in here, T.G. Cahar, uh tonight at 9.35. I have to, every yeah. week. I have to have a Western in on T.G. Cahar, 9.35 tonight. Uh, Ulzana's Raid it's called 1973 uh, the reason to see this Burt Lancaster one of my favourite actors and yeah. he's great in a western and it's directed by a very interesting uh, director Robert Aldrich who had a, a long career in westerns um, so it's one I think that people might not have heard of so if you're into westerns maybe give it a go OK that's tonight at uh, TG Cahar 9.35 uh, a classic I'd say that a lot of people have seen tomorrow BBC or tonight as well sorry BBC One that's right, 11.25, A Time to Kill, based on the John Grisham novel. People always talk about the Matthew McConaughey, McConaissance, yeah. you know, people going, oh, he's, he's now he's doing serious stuff. This is this, one of his earliest roles, and he's uh, he's a, a lawyer defending uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who is a character who has uh, killed the a person uh, responsible for, for killing his daughter. Mm. It's, it's kind of sweaty stuff, but it's really good. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, tomorrow night then, what have you got for us? Or tomorrow during the day, well, I should say. Tomorrow Tomorrow afternoon, a complete change of pace, a little romance, Shadowlands, starring uh, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, and it's it's about the real life relationship that C.S. Lewis had with an American divorcee. It's a beautiful film if you've not seen it and you're not doing anything tomorrow afternoon. I couldn't recommend it enough. And then finally, Sunday at a quarter past 11 on BBC Two, a movie that we watched when all the cinemas were closed, yeah. as one of our Netflix recommends, Eighth Grade, which I think we both really enjoyed. So Eighth Grade a quarter past 11 on BBC Two on Sunday night Fantastic and you can reveal our mystery voice was of course I can of course it, it's Gordon I can't remember his second name but it's Sting Sting it basically Sting and I was Gordon raging somebody. I was raging it's not Jimmy Nail uh, our Bob Geldof <laughs> uh, says other people but uh, yeah only of one of those is from Newcastle <laughs> lots of people getting it right we will reveal the winner of our Omniplex tickets very very shortly but for now thank you so much Niall for a jam-packed Real Reviews we'll chat to you next week Talk to you next week. Bye. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.